Danny and I would like you to like and subscribe to Hearsay, Diane Neal, the podcast, and the lifestyle. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to Hearsay. I'm your host, Diane Neal. And with me, as always, is my trusty sidekick, Danielson. Hi, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> I've not been called Daniel's son in quite the time. Hi, how are you? Um, other than the incredible hives on my face, like yeah, I'm pretty good. Can I just say, um, yeah. despite Does the hives, you look you look fabulous in that hat. Thank you. I was hoping it would distract from the hives, and then I got close enough to the camera to realize nothing will take away from the hives. <laughs> 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 What's going on? What happened with the hives? I don't know, Danny. I don't know. I, and you know what? I just did a cameo like this for some a girl who's turning 32 named Charlotte. And I was like, enjoy your young skin. And so they do these filters on cameo. And I never use them, right? Because I think it's weird because it's very obvious and you look different. And it's like you're... But the thing with all these filters is like your neck is still like 46, but like your face is all weird and smooth. So I always think it's, I always think it's very strange. So I, 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 I I'm not gonna say I never, I almost never have used the filter. So I was like, all right, let me see what the filter's like with this situation. And it just made these weird, like cherry spot Santa cheeks mm-hmm. that were just so much weirder. And so my somehow nose, it outweirded yeah. your hives. Yeah. It like, it condensed them into a concentrated spot and then made my nose thinner. And I was like, I don't know what that's all about. <laughs> it's like, and so it's like apologizing. I think I start every cameo going like, I'm sorry for how I look. And uh, that's, that's pretty much the right thing to do. Although I have to say, I love doing cameos. You've been getting quite a bit of cameos, haven't you? I've been seeing people post them to Twitter off and on. They're really, really fun. The only ones that are really weird. And then you're like, what? Are people who are like, can you just like film your feet for like a minute? I'm like, no. <laughs> Like, I can't. I mean, like, I theoretically could. Like, I physically could do that. But am I going to do that? The answer is a hard no. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah no, I just think I'm generally unwell. I think I'm generally unwell. I'm under an extreme amount of stress. Yeah. And and then I think, you know, you've probably been new, eating a lot of things you haven't lately as well, right? I've been having, I mean, Danny, I've lost... Like 35, 40 pounds. Oh, wow. Yeah. In a couple, in, in like five weeks. This isn't what you meant when you said you wished that you could lose weight, right? I did not. And <laughs> what I find shocking about this is that I'm still fast. <laughs> like It sucks when not... you lose weight and like, yeah, it, you could tell it's all the muscle. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I'm like, oh my gosh, I have like another... Like 40 to go or so. Like, it's nice that it's better. But I'm like, my pants <laughs> fell off today. I'm like, nice. I just pulled them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, it wasn't that nice because I, I finally had to do some grocery shopping, which, by the way, I've given up using like Google Translate for anything because Google Translate, everything is crazy, right? Like the things that we, it was almost like that menu. Everything turns to like, everything's like chicken eye with dirt. You know, I'm like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the amount of things that are here that come in some variation of a yogurt container, <laughs> like aren't yogurt. Like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I saved one. I saved one. I saved one for us to open to see what it is in there because it's anyone's guess. But you'll look at it. You'll be like, it's definitely yogurt. Let's see. 
Hold on. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Just look at it, right? Yogurt? It looks like yogurt to me. Yeah. Yogurt. Okay. It looks like, does it have like granola with it? Or it looks like a fancy yogurt. Hold on. It's definitely not yogurt. I don't know what it is. Let's see. It's, oh God. (laughs) I just dripped it everywhere. (laughs) Dang it. Wait, I don't know where I can go that like, oh, I'm just dripping it everywhere, Danny. Oh no. I'm dripping it everywhere. I don't even know what it is. Okay, let's just, I'll just describe it. It's, oh man, Danny, 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 you can't take me anywhere. Danny, I have so much stuff to do and I hate it. I don't want to do it and I hate it. I don't like doing things either. I don't like doing things I hate, you know? And that's kind of part of being an adult. I don't even like doing things that I like. All right. Okay, so this, (laughs) really? (laughs) That got really depressing. It took me a second and I'm like... (laughs) Okay, this could go, this is, could be, it's, it's definitely curdy. Okay. Okay. You see it now? It's got like texture to it. I'm really so this hoping is, this is sour cream. Oh my gosh, but it's, it's not smooth. So like, it could be like a curdled sour cream. It could be ricotta cheese. Oh, ricotta. Okay. It could be a very, very um, small curd cottage cheese. Take a really or, big bite. Oh no, why do you hate no, me? It has to why be a really big bite. Why do you hate bite. me? Okay. <laughs> Like, yeah, a little bit. Come on, you can fit more. I can fit more. You're trying to make me yak, aren't you? You're gonna try. now. I'm just, I can't. Okay, okay, that's good. That's good. What does it smell like? Does it smell sweet? Tangy. It's a real tangy. tangy. Okay, I wonder why. By the way, Danny and I wonder why I have hives. Okay, (laughs) (laughs) it could just be Greek yogurt. It's it's a hundred percent not Greek yogurt. Now I'm scared. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. All right. For the listeners, uh, Diane's face is very ambiguous right now. Yeah. Doesn't look like she hates it. Doesn't I, look like she loves it. It's really it weird when you don't know what something is and trying to identify it kind of is hard, right? Is it sweet? Like part of, no. <laughs> mm. It's either like a, like a curdled ricotta. Or some sort of um, just like a real tiny curd cottage cheese, like real tiny, <laughs> like okay, micro. Okay, so curd. it's like cheesy. <laughs> it's probably not meant to be eaten like this. It's probably meant to stop ravioli. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know many people that like eat ricotta by the spoonful. Although it's not the worst cottage cheese oh, I've done. Yeah. But this is what I mean. So, like, every everything comes in a thing like this, right? You don't know what it is, but they all look like yogurt. <laughs> that just lets you turn, like, the creativity to a 10. <laughs> you could definitely just buy a bunch of different things like this and just plop them all on a plate and just, like, anyone's guess it, you know? Just gambler. Gambler's, gambler's meal. Oh, yeah. Hmm. So, are you celebrating any holiday this year, Diane? You know, I'm going to do a Festivus for sure. <laughs> do you have the metal pole, though? I'm going to get myself a metal pole. And um, I'm definitely going to do the airing of grievances, which, you know, every year I threaten to do this. And every year I almost get into trouble. But <laughs> I'm just going to put this back. Hold on. I got to get rid of this. I don't think this is for Eden. I'm definitely going to celebrate Hanukkah. And... Uh, Probably I'm going to celebrate Christmas. I don't know if I'm going to do all of these alone. I just, no, I just want to go home. It's like sometimes you just want to go home. 
Yeah. I miss everybody. I miss my dog. Can you go home while you're waiting? I asked about that today. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I've been asking about that all week. And then I got the most nebulous series of answers like a thumbs up sign. And then, like, I was just like, I can't, I don't, so I don't know, Danny. It was like the yes, but type answer. Um, It was more like, I think maybe sometimes impossible, you know, like, yeah, I don't know what that means. Um, yeah. That's an actual real one that I heard back in the day in Japan, which always made me laugh. But yeah, no, it was, it was more like, I'm like, Hey, can I go home? Does that stop the process? And it was just like, the paperwork is in. And I'm like, Okay. <laughs> and it was, but it was like tons of those in a row that didn't answer anything. You know, did you get the new letter? Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, so was it sent, you know, to the Ministry of the Interior? No answer. Right. You know what I find? I don't know if it's like this where you're at, but I know like the US and a lot of countries are like this. Like the mm-hmm. immigration process is really, really complicated and uses really complicated language of a language most immigrants probably don't know. Is it like that? Like, are you trying to... So this is this is where I feel hoodwinked, okay? Because mm-hmm. it was like, no problem, two weeks, you're done, you're in, right? Like, mm-hmm. that's it. I was like, game on. And then the two weeks turned into like four weeks. And so like, that was... Well, I was supposed to be like a citizen yesterday. And then that didn't... By the way, and that whole drama of trying to get all my original paperwork, FedEx, who lied about delivering it, like FedEx, I could punch you in the fake face right now. So I sat outside all day because there's no, yes, there's no like signature on demand situation. You and that chapstick, damn it, Danny, I'm so worried about you. It's been working really well. It's not working. That's the thing. It's now you make me (laughs) want chapstick. I'm telling you. So, so I'm waiting. So I decide to like sit outside this building all day waiting for FedEx. Mm -hmm. Nobody comes. Then like 4 p.m. or something, I get an alert because you can sign up for like FedEx updates. Mm -hmm. Oh, it was delivered at like 4.15. And I was like, no, it wasn't. And I click on like the proof of delivery. Uh The courier put in there, it was delivered to a receptionist. There, there's absolutely no receptionist. Like there, there's not, there's like nothing even remotely that could be thought of as a receptionist. And it was signed for by box. I was like, okay, none of this is accurate. So then it starts like a whole series of like insane phone calls. Then I finally get on the FedEx, the FedEx here before they close. And like, we're just in this like yelling match, right? Cause this is just what this country's all about. We're just yelling at each other. And he's like, it's your fault for not having a local phone number. And I'm like, when has that ever been a thing? Everybody is anyway. It's like this whole thing. And I'm like, it doesn't still explain like lying about it. It's not here. And then the guy has me looking at every juncture. I almost get electrocuted because I'm opening everything in the world that could be like a box, right? Oh my and then, gosh. and he's like, oh no, no, I called the guy. He still has it. And like, so I knock on all my neighbor's doors, by the way, by the way. I ended up meeting, so this poor neighbor, Yoni, right? I'm like, ah, like crazy, shouting at this guy who's yelling yeah. at me. And he just sees this crazy American with face hives, like, ah, like at his door. <laughs> he's ballsy enough to open his door, right? Good for him. And he's like, hey, hey, what's the problem? And I'm like, I'm "I'm so sorry. I'm your neighbor. I'm like, can you please, can you talk to this guy at FedEx? And like, 
So like he he caught up really quickly. And so they're having a conversation and he's like, yeah, yeah, it's okay. I'll give him my number. And the guy's supposed to deliver it like in 30 minutes. And I was like, thank you. And then we talked for a little while. He was lovely and looked like he was about uh, 27 or something like tops, tops, right? Dude. Is that the neighbor you were telling me about? Oh yeah. Yeah. He's like super hot pocket. So and he like answered the door with his like shirt off and then like put his t-shirt on. I was like, oh, um, more on your side of things than my side of things. Um, so, and it was hilarious. Then Yoni and I end up like WhatsApping each other for the next seven hours. This guy never shows up, right? So then the next morning is like a whole other series. And they're like, it was delivered. And I'm like, once again, it was absolutely not. By the way, this is like the original of every document on earth that if it didn't, if it weren't in my hands, it would take like a year, an insane amount of money to get these again, right? This is yeah. like, I was like freaking out. Mm -hmm. So I, it is another whole day of drama and me waiting outside. By the way, this is all the King's Count that was supposed to be delivered the previous day. Like, so this is all, so it's another day of high drama and like yelling at people and fighting with people. And because everyone just yells, like that's how they start the conversation. So you have no choice but to like, just start yelling back. And nothing happens again, okay? This is like, I'm, I'm apoplectic at this point and also very concerned. Yoni's very calm, this whole thing. And by the way, Yoni and I are talking the whole time because they've got his phone number, right? And but the whole time he's sending me up to he's like, oh yeah, they said it would be here. Oh, that day was even crazier because they were like, oh, they put it in a mailbox, but they put it in the wrong mailbox. So I'm, I'm going out of my way. I have to call everyone in the universe to try and figure out who that owns this building has the master key for all the, not in there, by the way. So like another FedEx lie. I was like this, I can't take this. This is like eating every minute of my life up. Then so that day passes. The next day, Yoni gets a call and he's like, the courier has it and he's going to deliver it soon, but I have to take my beauty nap. Oh, Yoni was, said that? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, hold on. Beauty nap. And, I'm, and I was like, Yoni, does that mean you're going to have your phone off? He's like, yes, I have to have my rest. And I'm like, okay, I appreciate how much you've been helping me, but you, you do understand the importance of the situation, right? Because my appointment was like the next morning. And he's right. like, yeah, yeah, I do, but I really need my beauty sleep. I was like, <laughs> I was like but you know, mm -hmm. That's I'm one appreciating of those, like, the help. Cultural and differences, I was just like, I'm sure. <laughs> no, no, it was just like. You know, no, he's I mean, between the gays thing. and the streets. Oh, yeah, that's it. That's true. Okay, <laughs> that's true. So, um, so, so there's that whole situation. And he's, and I'm like, you know, you know, it's going to be delivered the second you turn your phone off, right? He's like, probably, but that's life, you know? And I'm like, oh my God. So I'm like, please, 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 please don't let it be delivered right then. Um, and I'm like, how, how long, how long is your nap, Yoni? Like, how long is your nap? He's like, I just kind of, you know, freestyle. I'm like, oh my God, this is going to kill me, right? Like, this is actually going to kill me. Yeah. So, um, thank goodness, like an hour later, I get a message from him. He's like, I'm awake. And the courier just called. I was like, oh, he's like, he's going to be down. You have to run downstairs right now. I was like, oh, oh. So I run down and I'm mm -hmm. looking for this courier. It's a guy in the middle of like three lanes of traffic in a van, like not even on the side, waving it out the window. And I'm like, ah! And so I have to hightail it right into traffic, running alongside the van to get it from the dude. <laughs> and then almost get hit by the, cause I'm, I'm in between the lanes, you know, like. Yeah. 
wasn't like even was like at the, a traffic light. Like on the other side of the road, but the lane nearest you type thing? No, no. It was, he was like, it, there's like a three lane, one way street. He was in the middle. So I'm like trying to like get over there and run alongside the, the van and get the get the thing. And then wow. I'm like, yes. And so I yell at you know, his door. I'm like, I got it. I got to check and make sure it's okay. So anyway, I was like, well, Yoni, I'm like, whatever you're doing with that nap, you know, it's got to be working. So thank you. Thank you. Because so we're, we're WhatsApping again. I'm like, I cannot thank you enough. And whatever you're doing with that nap, it's working because, you know, you look like you're 25. And I only knew he wasn't like 25 because he lived for like 11 years in Paris. Right. So it just didn't add up. And he's wow. like, how old Seriously, is he then? He's like, how old do you think I am? And I was just like, OK, I'm like tops because I know about the 11 years. 30, mm-hmm. like tops, tops. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh. I'm 45. And I was like, hold on, I'm coming over. And I opened, he opened the door and I just slapped him. Cause I was like, that is unfair. That is, this is what 46 looks like. Yes. And I'm like that hot pocket that was not a day over 30. Wow. Yeah. That's so amazing. those naps are working for Yoni. Hold on. I yeah. I really need a break, Danny. And I really need, I need help from everybody. And I am not good at asking for help. And I just want my life back from the insanity that has been trapped in and imposed upon me for years. I just want my everything back and it makes me so sad. Yeah. So what are you doing for the holidays? Are you going to be around some like um, bigots? Because that's probably. Um, it, it's quite possible. Um, that's how my Thanksgiving ended up. So that was cute. Which oh. speaking of which, we're going to do the fun thing where we say, uh, what is and isn't homophobic things to say. And then just just so everyone's aware, like during the holiday season, if you're in the community, you've probably heard these things a lot of times. If you're not in the community, then uh, this is probably a good like, hey, careful about saying these things because they're kind of. They should prick your ears up. Yeah, Yeah. they're kind of of dick things to say, you know. By the way, Thanksgiving was in your home, correct? Yeah, yeah. But you know what? I'm not going to go into that, but I I just, I do think it's fun to play the little game of like what is so often said. And usually, okay, I just want to say like 90% of the conversations always start like this. I'm not homophobic, but... You know what? I had a a gay friend once. Uh, We were in Boy Scouts together. I just think it's really gross, you know, the things they do. I didn't know that gay guys could be manly. Yeah, I just wish they wouldn't, like, shove it down your... So are you the woman or are you the man? I have a third cousin who's in the community. I can't be homophobic. I There's this gay guy I work with. You guys would be great together. I'm not saying it's wrong for you. I'm just saying for me. So, you know, I've only uh, watched gay porn a few times, and... Uh... In my religion, it's not okay, but it's totally okay for you. Well, you're not in the same sect of my religion. Well, you're not in my church. Love the sinner. <laughs> love the sinner. Hate the sin. <laughs> you know? Love the sinner. Hate the sin. I never said it was wrong. Wrong is a really strong word. The LGBTQIABC whatever. I just wish they wouldn't do stuff in public. Like, I, you don't have to be on yeah. display. When it comes to Christmas movies, I just kind of feel like on a traditional holiday. You know, before dessert, I, I'd love to uh, hear how it works. <laughs> I can't even say this stuff out loud. It's amazing. You're so good at it. I'm sorry. I 
<laughs> That's the guy that's secretly gay. Who's the guy that got caught in the Oh, in the bathroom, bathroom doing the tap, yeah. tap, tap, tap a Yeah, yeah. Who was that? But they always, I like, so remember. many of them. It's like Lindsey Graham is like the, he's He's the next one that'll be in the bathroom. He's gayer than Christmas. Like, it's just, it's like not even a secret. And he yeah. just, you know, I don't get it. I don't get it. There's um, so many things I don't understand. Do you remember when that newscaster from Fox said that, like, kids, don't worry. Santa's a white American. It's like, for so you're wrong on so many counts. First of all, Santa's not real, okay? Scandinavian, you know? There's so many things wrong with that. I, I, I can't. I can't. Why does Santa right, have look, to be anything? Why can't he be a citizen? He's, like, supposed to be a citizen He's a global citizen. It's really what he yeah. is. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, um, what are the, some other really fun... And I say fun loosely, just some other <laughs> crazy homophobic. Oh, yeah, that's the other one. It's like, oh, I, you know what? Danny, um, here's my gay friend from work, Sebastian. I sat you guys next to each other because you have so much to talk about. <laughs> that's the worst. And you know what I hate the most is when that happens and then you're like, they are really cool, though. <laughs> you don't want it to be right but you're like i can't yeah. i can't help it you're like you are homophobic as hell but thank you but thank you i'm having a yeah. very good time yeah <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh i think you know what the crazy thing is i think um especially back in the day i think even i probably gave in to you know like some of those until you realize until you know enough and then you're like oh that is just like really inappropriate oh yeah but oh you know what's one i used to always get yeah was you're gay oh my god but you don't even act gay that is so cool oh yeah that's like but that's what i mean like you're so manly you always hear this kind of thing yeah because i used to butch it up a lot more because i grew up in a very like I mean, I think everybody that is gay can, like, probably relate to this. Yeah. Like, growing up with social pressures that kind of try mm-hmm. and box you in. So, and then if you're a very shy person, which I am, or which I have been for most of my life, it's really easy to just tr- do everything you can to try and fly under the radar and to be hyper-conscious of every mannerism that you have. Right, and no every, like, attention. Every little action that you take, every little thing that you say, and try and avoid sounding a certain way to because you don't want any of that. Yeah, like what attention. A pain in the like, butt. Like, yeah. The and then when people, when you're going through that experience, and then someone's like, oh, wow, that's so cool because like, they don't realize what it actually is. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's like, no, that's just suppressing who I am as a human being. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. No, it's always like it. It um it cracks me up because I always think of you're can I also can we also yeah. say like it's no secret that you are kind of an icon of the lesbian community. <laughs> oh, I love lesbians. Like I, actually, I know so I'm... many lesbians that know about you and that love you and that like just like idolize you because you Sometimes. embody so much of that. Like I think so many people are often yeah. raised to be a certain way and to be like docile and agreeable and quiet and weak. You're just listing and off all my of these least things. favorite things. Yeah, <laughs> and you are like the embodiment of like being like those stereotypes like i'm gonna be me i'm gonna be a strong like powerful person both in the roles that you've played but also like in your everyday life you're like that you know so i I could see why 
Oh, yeah. No. Like, I actually kind of feel like I, I'm sometimes genuinely confused that I'm not gay. And I don't mean to, like, give into <laughs> stereotypes, but, like, I'm obviously not into makeup. I mean, even with this, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Like, let's just let it roll. Um, I'm, and again, this is, and, and there's just such a spectrum of gay women, right? So, like, I would be totally like on the more butch side of things, which is totally fine. Like, I like fixing cars. I love fly fishing. Um, I like doing my own handiwork, you know, and it's sometimes also very confusing to me that I'm not gay. I was at a fantastic lesbian Pesach, like Passover, um, I'm going to say like 10 years ago in LA. And it was really funny. The only other straight people there were the, it was out of like 26 people were the parents of one of the women who was throwing the thing because they had a new baby. And so like the parents had come into town and they were all like, you have to take the Kinsey scale. Like you have to take this thing. And I was like, what's the Kinsey scale? And they're like, oh no, you you'd like, I was like, sure, I'll take it. Like, and yeah. thinking I'll be completely be somewhere. Zero. I was a Kinsey zero. What is that about? You're like a negative one. Yeah. I'm no, like, I'm which I totally get. Like, I'm not, I'm, this is why I'm really glad I'm not like a dude because I would be aggressive. So like, even when I'm like in my car, like, and I see like a cute guy across the street, I'm like, Hey, like I'm, I'm horrible. Like this is so bad, but, but yeah, it's really you just funny. are very the- like self-directed. Like, you know what you want and you go for it. I was like, Hey, Hey boy. Um, but it just cracks me up because, uh, I've worked with a lot of people who really hated being thought of as gay. And I always find that so confusing because I'm like, it's like someone thinking I'm left-handed when I'm right-handed. It makes no difference. You know, like, right. I'm actually right-handed. Yeah. All right. Like, no big deal. Like, who cares? Yeah. Like, seriously, who cares? It's just when you're judged I do kind of wish I was gay because I, yeah, because I could use so a sugar often. mom. Mm. <laughs> I'm too old for sugar a- mama. You're never too old for a sugar mama or sugar daddy. Yeah, I I could really use one too. I'm definitely too old for a sugar daddy. Yeah, you're not too old for a sugar daddy. I'm too old for. How are you too old for a sugar daddy? Okay, the sugar daddy for me would have to be someone like in his 80s. Like that's okay. Is it? Is it though, Danny? Honestly, that's the best kind of sugar daddy. Because you don't have to live with them that long. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I don't want to come like I just I just want my light mag, Danny. I'm like, I'm so sick of doing this like crap that but it it makes me so unhappy. All I want to do is just go back to work. I just want my life back. That's all I want. Yeah. I am absolutely sick of the imposition of people that just make your life miserable for nothing but their own enjoyment. And um, it makes me very, very angry. Well, let's do like an actor's reel, like a, a quick, like 30 second Diane Neal like actor's reel. Like an actor's Like show reel? us your best, show us your best uh, acting. Okay, wait. Okay, so you have to give me a scene. Let's do this. Okay. Um, Look at a Mormon up. All right, all right. So this is going to be in a sci-fi uh, crime syndicate type movie where okay. you are infiltrating a um, church that is preaching people to give themselves up to an artificial intelligence hive mind as an undercover agent. Am I human or am I part of the AI? You're human, but like everybody else that's in your environment is part of the AI. Dang it. 
Yeah. So you have to try and blend in with them, but it's going to be really obvious because if you make any move that's like not a hundred percent in sync, everyone's be like, what the and okay. and so you yeah. and here's the here's the scene though mm-hmm. you were just about to get your blessing from the ai priest mm-hmm. and is this um, when my my brain goes into the hive mind this is when they're like about to force you yeah to become okay. part of the hive mind so just basically you have to try and like you know play it cool like a cop that just got caught sorry about that <laughs> this is a really intricate setup huh <laughs> Yeah, it is. It is. But I'm, I'm in. I'm in. I'm, I'm listening. We just turn focus on for a minute here. Okay. I'm going to walk into the scene before, right? Because I'm walking in with other. You just say action. Good evening, child. I see that you're a newcomer in our church. How can I, I help you? Oh, I came for the blessing. Okay, you totally just like did the robot into the scene. <laughs> but I was like, it was like, like, the- like an AI, you know, like one of those robots that's like they try to be human, but they're like a little off. Like- <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, let's try this again. <laughs> you know, you don't have to enter the frame. Okay, all right. All right. Come on. All right, all right, all right. Come on, you're taking my fun away, Danny. <laughs> no, 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 do it. Do it, do it, do it. Okay. Wait, okay, you're also the director. How would you how would you like to adjust my performance? Uh, I would say less 80s robot <laughs> and more future sci-fi. Oh, Although it was okay. hilarious. It was wait. so funny. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, I think I know what you're talking about. Just just stay there for a minute, okay? <laughs> I should also stipulate the hive mind has to go on living in society without being noticed (laughs) and without being thought of as 80s robot dancers. Okay, okay. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, all right. Good evening, child. I see that you're a newcomer in our church. Will you be taking the blessing today? I will be taking them. <laughs> I brought you this aluminum as a gift. Please. Tell me, as an outsider, what brings you here today? I'm <laughs> <laughs> just that community. Are you aware that we have data blockers set up all all around our perimeter officer? Data blockers? What are these? Well, what it means is that your calls for help will not be monitored by your fellow officers in here. How do you know I was a cop? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Chris Maloney. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, is this a scene or should we keep going? Yeah, we'll we'll just call that a scene. Okay, the tin foil really brought it full circle here. Well, you know, I do my own props. <laughs> How did you know I was a cop? <laughs> that was awesome. No, that was awesome. Um, good work, man. I like, I like how I just seemed like a really quiet gay priest. <laughs> a really quiet gay AI priest. By the way, yeah. I love that you're set up. 
Look, by the way, this is what's happening right now. My face hurts so much. Do you see? Like, this is Neosporin plus pain relief. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because I don't have anything for the hives. And then I, I bought some weird band-aids that aren't band-aids today. Like, we're did just you just flip just... me off, Miss Neil? I did a little bit, a little <laughs> bit. So when I was when I was running for, I'm actually going to tell the story. One of the candidates' wives, I'm going to say maybe this person is the congressman from this district now, but his wife was, when I first met him, I was so excited because I was like, oh, hey, we're all getting into the fray. And he's like, why the F are you ruining this for everyone? And I was like, damn, not what I expected. And then his wife was like, yeah, why are you ruining this for everyone? And then for the entire time on the campaign trail, it was like a third grader was there. She would always, in, in every debate, every everything, she would choose to sit right in front of me in the audience and then spend the whole time like pulling her middle finger out of things, you know? And like from her, <laughs> I'm like, what are you, 12? Like out of her purse and like, and like snicker with her little buddy. I was like, you guys are idiots. This is who's that in charge That definitely sounds like, now. yeah. That's like yeah. when Karens get elected. It's like Ooh, that's a good skit. Can you can you do me a when Karen's get elected skit? So just pretend like you're standing at a podium and you gotta be a Karen that was just elected. Okay. <laughs> I'd like to um I'd like to thank everyone else in the race, you know. I it was very, very tough, hard fought, but um, you know, my my opponent he did a great job, but this is just not the right district for him, even though he's incredibly articulate and I'm definitely not afraid of him. Um, <laughs> and I know he's a Rhodes Scholar and I just have uh, an associate's degree from community college. But, you know, this district is definitely more my speed. <laughs> and you know how that is. Let's just call it rural and agricultural. And so I know it's really hard for city to people to understand what life is like for us here. But, um, you know, they have urban gardens and things. It's just a little different. It's a larger scale. But I wish him luck when he goes back to the city. <laughs> That's my Karen. Supreme. Supreme. That was amazing. This is an oddly shaped Band-Aid, Danny. Also, I like that you did it with the cream all over well, you got to make yourself even whiter. <laughs> that is okay. an oddly shaped band-aid. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, you know what we got to do, by the way? Yeah. We never do we this. Do. Okay. Do. Um, give me your craziest still for the YouTube thumbnail. You know what okay. I mean? Okay. Wait till I get this other one on. Um, by yeah. the way. I obviously did not. Oh, because it doesn't say on the box. Just all in that foreign lettering. Um, but now that I look at the individual wrapping, it's apparently very difficult to open. And an eye patch. <laughs> I was going to say I... that doesn't look like <laughs> Makes a little random. more sense now, right? Makes yeah. a little more sense now. By the way, I'm really loading up on the Neosporin here. Yeah, lips are burning. Yeah, you know why? <laughs> I'm just kidding. You have this, your lips and my cheeks, man. Here. I feel like I should do it with a smile on my face so that like I sleep with a smile and then I wake up happy. That didn't work at all. Okay, let me do a still. How's that? Wait, I gotta look concerned. Mm. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. Seems it. like a lot of garbage. You know, the only thing that would be better than this is if I could fit ice under these. Like, 
Okay, I'm going to give you one now. Okay. You're the politician that's um, super flamer, and you're pretending not to be because you're in the GOP. (laughs) And I need you to, to, while you're doing this, talk about how you're voting against gay marriage. Okay. Try and take me seriously as I'm watching with this. (laughs) I patches on my face. Tell me when. (laughs) And go. Good evening, and thank you for coming to my wonderful, fabulous, beautiful ceremony here today, where we are announcing the fact that I have chosen not to vote for the pro-woke, pro-liberal, elitist, Democrat marriage bill. Excuse me, Senator. Excuse me, Senator. Can you I'm not taking then? questions right now, okay. ma'am. I am not taking questions, and that was not grinder on my phone, okay? Now, I want everybody to know exactly why it is that I've chosen not to vote for this bill. The reason is because I'm not gay. It doesn't matter how many people say that I'm gay. It doesn't matter how many people say that I was behind the Home Depot last night with an illegal immigrant. I definitely was not. Uh, excuse me, Senator. Why did you pick a rainbow balloon theme with upside down purple triangles? No comment. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. And that you kept a straight face while look- looking at this monster. <laughs> well, obviously, I was channeling Lindsey Graham. Because <laughs> who else job. can you channel? Lindsey. He's, he's like supreme number one. Yes, mama, I'm not gay politician. <laughs> thing it's like everyone in washington knows he's gay everyone in the gop knows everybody knows he's gay it's just i think it's such a disservice to it's like we were talking about the other day like if you're really like first of all you got to be open with who you are in the first place and then if you really want to be an ally you got to be someone that stands up for people even when there's no one of that type here right because right That's the only way things change. And someone like Lindsey Graham just puts it all so far back, you know, just because there are people, there are people like most Fox watchers think he, they, they have no idea. They have no idea how gay he is. I don't know. I feel like, how can you, well, I guess some people really just do not have gaydar. Danny. Okay. So I think about this all the time, right? And granted we were children, but also because it wasn't a thing in like the late eighties, early nineties to be exposed to more of the community. Right. And there weren't people that were open. Like we had like Ellen, like that was it. That was the only person that was like out on TV. And so it never occurred to me that George Michael was gay. Okay. (laughs) Or boy George, right? These are things when you look back in time, you're like, how did I not know? But you know what the weird thing is? Like your parents didn't even know because nobody was exposed to anyone. And it's funny because like, I think even as kids, we would have been able to identify it Mm. then. It's like so crazy. And you look back, you're like, how do we not know? How do we not know? Like, Mm. did... Did Ellen really have to come out? Like we could have, like dogs knew she was gay. You know, like (laughs) you didn't, you didn't like, it shouldn't have had to be a thing. And I always do, I think that's still, I do think that's actually honestly very silly to begin with anyway, because the whole idea of having to, and we've talked about this, the whole idea of like, can the thought that I would be under pressure by anyone to just, hey guys, this is who I like to, like to it's really kind of weird. It is kind of weird in a way. Yeah. I yeah, mean, it's and they, it's relevant in dating contexts and stuff. But, oh, yeah. Um, but it like, also, it's like, I, a, yeah. I don't know. No, it's just oh, it's like I as say, a thing that you kind of have to do. That's only part of a segment of the population is kind of under obligation to be like, this is what I like to shag. You know, weird. Like, right. Yeah. 
The fact that we have defaults, I think, is kind of strange. That is very strange. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I guess it makes sense because like, yeah, like most people are going to be of a certain way. But at the same time, like, I don't know. It just feels like, should you? I know that for me as a queer person, when I meet Mm -hmm. somebody, like I don't make assumptions as to who they are right off the bat. But I think so many people like we're just trained to do that. Like, okay, cool. Like, as opposed to as opposed to you just being like, huh, I have no idea how they are. And And who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Or waiting Unless until someone you, you want to date. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like one part of you. That's like the thing that drives me nuts is like, because labels, this is like what you're talking should be like, just kind of like, okay, everyone's in, whatever it is, like, go for it. And it only comes up if like, hey, Danny, you want to go on a date? And you're like, not my thing. And I'm like, all right. You know, like, mm-hmm. okay, no big deal. But like, because yeah. labels really, they limit your possibilities too, right? Yeah. Okay. So this is something that I feel too. Like lately, and I've talked about this on another podcast before as well. Right mm-hmm. now, like if you don't fit one of the genders that society has predefined for people to be limited by, mm-hmm. then it's like, okay, well, I got to find the one that I do fit. But the thing is, for me, I feel like genders in general, like the whole purpose, and we're we're talking about gender, not sex, right, is to limit people's possibilities, Mm -hmm. is to dictate like certain experiences that you should be having, like set certain expectations for you. By their very nature, gender, like are these boxes that are meant to limit people. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I just kind of feel like... The system, just express yourself however you feel most comfortable to express yourself. You don't have to define yourself at any point in time. And even when you like when you do define yourself a certain way, you shouldn't be trying to fit the stereotypes of that thing anyway. No. You know? No, well, that's, and that's so look, I have been invited to speak m- many times at like NYU for the incoming freshmen, usually for the LGBTQ. <laughs> and it's really funny, every time I, I've done that, they're like, What's your, what are your pronouns? And I'm like, human and they're like no but you have to pick and i'm like do i really have to pick and i'm like i'm human i'm like i like to keep my options open like that's pretty much the only one that i'm comfortable with putting myself in human and even then not so often like i'm like i don't feel human right so it's um but it's really funny because they're like you have to and i'm like no but that's that's you're doing exactly what people make other people do by making you choose like i don't want to choose like Right. I'm just human. That's exactly how I feel. Um, And you know what's interesting is there's actually a lot of languages that exist that the pronouns are not gendered. So they have pronouns, but the pronouns aren't based on some arbitrary aspect of what society expects you to be. Right. Like some arbitrary category. Right. And I feel like I'm like, why can't we be moving towards? Yeah. Yeah. And as humans... Like, I think one of the hallmarks of adulthood is being able to change, right? So when you get new information, then you adapt and change to it, that you're not rigid. And so sometimes that can even come in the form of sexuality or what you're, you know what I mean? What you're comfortable with, what you're not comfortable with, what you feel like trying, Mm -hmm. what you don't feel like trying, like all that stuff. It can change over your lifetime. And so if you box yourself in with like a a label, then you might feel like, oh, no, but there are all these expectations that I stick to this label, whatever it is. And you don't give yourself the option to change and grow or try new things. Yeah. 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 Like there's um, I think the one that I probably like the most, if if there were any labels, is Mm non-binary because it does seem to be the most like just just do you. 
But even then, I often see people mm-hmm. that identify as non-binary as saying like, oh, but I feel self-conscious wearing clothes that are similar to my assigned gender at birth type thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like the whole, for me, I'm like, the whole point is you just do whatever the f- I mean, sorry, whatever the f- you want to do at any given moment, just be you. But, I feel very um, lucky that I've never felt constrained by societal norms when it came to gender expectations. Yeah, that's good. I don't like even as a just, model and stuff. Did you ever you never felt like suffocated? Oh, no, by- I mostly wore like um, cowboy boots and like corduroy <laughs> pants and like, I mean, I'll just and, like, that's cool. Never wore makeup. Like I just and it was funny because people would say like, you're a tomboy. I'm like, no, I'm just me. Like, and, and it's just yeah. like, yeah, this is this is just me. And right. and then it was it was wild. Too, because then it was like the beginning of like Calvin Klein one and, you know, all these like Jenny Shimizu and these like pretty butch like models who are gorgeous. Like there's this great Danish chick I know who's like in all the Calvin Klein perfume ads who is in a band called Bitches Brew that used to play at Henrietta Hudson. Like this amazing. And it was it was like but it was also like that kind of defined. It's just like, I don't know. I just never thought about it. But it was also one of those things that, like, when I'm watching a movie, I don't want to be Princess Leia. I want to be Han Solo. Not because right. I want to be a dude, but because that's a way better character. <laughs> like, yeah. You know? Yeah. But, like, and I like the clothes better. Or, or you know, whatever it was. Like, you know, when you go take those Wild West photos? Yeah. This, this, was, this was never dressing as a can-can girl. This was always, like, an outlaw, you know, with chaps and a badge and, like, a <laughs> rifle. And it was just, yeah. like. Yeah. But part then, of it too is yeah. not interesting. And like clothes don't have a gender, right? No. Like what clothes you wear doesn't define who you are. No. Um, they're just they're just dressing. And it's like yeah. whatever's comfortable. Yeah. So And I'm definitely not like a skirt gal. And like never. Yeah. Yeah. If I feel like cool. I can't run away from a fire or or a burglar or something, or climb a tree, like I'm not dressed. For me, like, that's, not, that's I will that's tell you this. I don't yeah. think I will ever climb a tree like on a whim. I very, I don't, I can't imagine myself doing that in any situation other than like maybe if we're like camping or we're like doing something super outdoorsy and I'm prepared for it. I'm the kind Danny of person Danny. where I can never see myself climbing a tree. Not, not at this age. Like it's just too one. Okay, one. Yeah. If I fall, it's gonna take mm-hmm. me like three years <laughs> to recover. <laughs> Like I'm don't fall. Once you hit 30. (laughs) Yeah. Once you hit 30, you cannot recover in like a week, right? I think I injured my knee from getting out of bed like two years ago. And I still every now and then I'm like, oh yeah, that pain came back today. That Danny and his weak bones. Oh my gosh, that's terrible. I'm gonna force you in a tree at some point. Yeah, you know what? We could if it's a challenge, maybe then, you know. We just have to but. find like a good tree. Like there are some trees like that are just, you're looking at them and you're like, that's, that's not a tree that's going to hold my weight. That's not a, that's not a weight bearing <laughs> kind of tree. That's a tree that I'm going to snap in half. <laughs> that's right. That's just, that's a trip to the emergency room. Like you're saying, there are other trees you look at and you're like, man, that's gnarly. I'd love to climb that tree. Like I have, I have a thought like that, at, like at least once a week. I'm like, man, I'd love to climb that. Like I think that all the time. <laughs> And then I remember, I'm like, oh, I'm in a different body. This is not like, this is not like before the car accident when my back was broken. This is not like, you know, (laughs) 
few years you know ago. what i this do is... love climbing though that i like what? i'm totally on board with the be ready to climb at any time thing are Tell like me. big rocks <laughs> like totally right yes like you're ever like on the side of a mountain like a rocky mm-hmm. mountain oh man the, and there's just like climbing a big rocks boulder is the coolest. yeah take yeah. your shoes off and just Let's go, go. For it. just go yeah. for it i'm totally yeah, i like that i like that or like uh, if you're in a flat area and there's like one little hill. Like a like an it'll biddle hill or like well, a... Yeah, like so the whole thing is flat, right? And you just see like an it'll biddle hill and you're like... Like a teeny weeny... Well, it's it's an <laughs> elevated spot in a no elevated spot. And you're like, oh, if I get up there, I'll be able to see everything. Okay. I cannot yeah. resist that. I cannot oh, yeah. resist that. Oh, yeah. yeah. If there's see, somewhere okay. I can go... To see everything. Let me ask you, as someone that lived in New York City for so long, how exactly did you cope with the lack of um, nature, you know? Because there's not a lot of nature in New York City other than Central Park, right? No, there's like an odd amount. And I, like this last apartment, had the most incredible view over the East River and the Hudson River and looking entirely up Manhattan. Nice. And it was, so you're like on the water. Mm-hmm. And so it felt like you were in nature. You get like the and, best of both worlds. Yeah. And, you know, until, you know, I had a place outside the city for a very long time and yeah. you, you figure it out. But yeah. it's definitely, I mean, that is one I of the things. I love cities, but yeah. I don't even live in a big city, but I can't remember the last time I saw It'll Biddle <laughs> Hill. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't generally living in a city, I don't generally see those things. And actually, it makes me wonder, maybe I like if I lived more in a nature, this is my like, Mm -hmm. sign language for nature. nature. Yeah. So if I lived like, like if I were here, and all Mm -hmm. this stuff was like here, you know, Mm -hmm. I wonder, would I potentially be way more willing to make climb Climb trees out of nowhere. Oh, totally. Okay, so after, like, living in the city for, like, 20-something years without having lived, and then having a place that was in the middle of nowhere, like, in the middle of 100 acres, like, you can't see anyone and bears and everything, it was hilarious. I'll never forget, like, the first night, there was this huge thunderstorm, and so you're, like, in this weird house, and you're, like, and you're, like, this is the perfect place to get murdered, and every time, like, the lightning would flash, I was just waiting for, like, a face to show up in the windows, you know, (laughs) like, it was, it was terrifying, and then, um, you'd be outside, like, I'd be painting the house or something, or, like, caulking or fixing something, and then I hear something in the woods, and I just, like, haul back in, right, because I was, like, whoa, it definitely took um a good like year and a half before i would just be able to like wander out naked i'd be like hello bear not a biggie you know like it was like <laughs> yeah to, to like adjust oh, to what yeah. it was like and then Nature and then was terrifying until and then you get into it right and then i yeah. also didn't realize that i was uh isolated and and stuff and and so it was a lot of the time just me in the woods and the animals. And so like my animals and the other animals, and we would go on these big walks all the time. And I'd follow like the game trails of where the, you know, the actual animals were going. Yeah. And then I would cut all these paths in and you start to know every weird thing. Like I knew every falcon and like where they lived and where their nest mm. was and where the one golden eagle's nest was. And I knew oh, wow. like the bears that lived here and the other bears that hibernated here. And that one's pregnant. So watch out. And Oh, wow. 
Yeah. It was like you start like and you get to the point where and I have no sense of direction. Right, Danny? Like none. But it got to the point where I spent so much time in the woods. I knew where I was based on what certain trees looked like or where that bush was or where that little outcrop is. Like mm -hmm. I would have no problem finding my way there and back and going walking for like miles, like with the, the dogs. Yeah. And nothing but like. And nothing, and not afraid of anything either. It so, was, all right, um, question. Because yeah. I feel like every human has, like, the natural environment that they're most fond of. So, like, for me, I love deserts. I'm all about deserts. I can really? live in a desert. Like, I am a desert rat. You know what I mean? I, mm -hmm. like, the way that you're talking about that, like, I can totally be up in a, in, up in the desert mountains, like, at any point in time, mm -hmm. and just be vibing and feel so comfortable, not feel like I'm going to get eaten or killed or, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? But... Mm -hmm. But I mean, we've talked about it a lot. Like I'm planning on going to South America this winter. And in my mind, I'm like, I'm not leaving the cities. I have no idea what the hell's in the nature of South America. You know what I mean? There's yeah. probably spiders I don't know, snakes Panther I don't Town. know, yeah. panthers, yeah. Like, oh my gosh, amoebas, even like moving, like moving to Florida with mom, that first bike ride I went on that was so mm -hmm. crazy. Who was I on the phone with? I think I was on the phone with somebody. And it was so funny. I'm like, I'm riding the bike. And mom was like, don't want to ride the bike at night. And I was like in a herd of feral pigs. Then I was like a panther, oh. a black panther. Oh, yeah. I was like, I remember you telling like, me about that. Holy, holy. And then there were all those rabbits chasing my bike. Yeah. And I'm like, what's happening? Like, oh it was gosh. very weird because it was different yeah. nature. That but was so funny. That's I like funny. middle of nowhere, no matter where it is, middle of nowhere. Like, it takes me a, weird, a little bit to acclimate, you know? So, like, if I were in the jungle, it would take a little while, you know, then it would, like, the mountains, the Catskills or something, where I have yeah. more experience, or, like, the Colorado mountains, where I have a lot of experience. The biggest cities in the world. Like, I love being in a penthouse in the top of Manhattan, Gordon Gecko style. I own this world. It is mine, 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 mine. Like, Paris, Istanbul, like, places like that. Like, the biggest cities. None of these little tennis cities, like, big cities. And then <laughs> yeah. my other favorite place to be in the world is in the ocean. Yeah, you Literally are an ocean folk. in the ocean. Yeah. If I'm anywhere near an ocean, I will be in it for many <laughs> hours out of many of every day. So you and I, we have like the city thing totally. I'm good with cities. I think almost any city that I've ever been to, I'm, I just enjoy cities. I, I'm not the most outgoing person, but I have enough people skills to where like, even if you don't know the language, you can figure out your way around. Um, other than that, I feel like we are completely opposite. <laughs> if you want me to go back to normal, I would appreciate it if you'd both like and subscribe to the podcast here, say Diane Neal, with my co-host, Dene. I'm going to ask everyone to pray for me because I just need it. Do you need prayers for you too? Um, No, but... All right. <laughs> but I, I mean, if you want to pray for me, feel free. I'm never going to say no to positive, positive hey, energy coming my way. That's true. As long as and you don't I, pray that I, don't, that I go to hell. We're all oh, yeah, good. Not, not that. I meant like supportive prayers or just like good vibes, you know, whatever anyone wants yeah. to do. Sending yeah. good thoughts our way. You know what? I'll say I don't need them, but I'll take them. Oh, um, I need them and I'll take them. Yeah. Diane, you need Jesus. <laughs> I just need prayers of any kind. Yeah. So, they can be Jesus prayers. They can be Jewish prayers. Right. Right. Um, also, prayers. Mm -hmm. I just. I just wanted to say that also mm -hmm. there is this wonderful um, GoFundMe that is going on right now to help 
victims of domestic violence and um, who have been in turbulent and narcissistic relationships. Oh, the one so, that was, that was um, done by Shay, right? So we put the link up that for her? Yeah, so we'll put the link to that. If you are interested at all in supporting us this week, just instead consider donating to that fund. That um, would be amazing. I know yeah. she would be very, very grateful. And even like five bucks, 10 bucks, you know what I mean? Sometimes like it's even small amounts. It just builds momentum. So. Right. Because we are yeah. rooting for her. We are rooting for everyone. Yes. Also, we're going to have our links to some TikTok channels that. So Diane's TikTok channel, as well as the Westbury Media TikTok channel. Is it called a channel or profile? I don't know. I don't know. So You're talking TikTok to someone accounts, that obviously. <laughs> we really want to get to a thousand followers on those. That way we can do lives there. So if you guys are interested in like ever seeing us do like a oh show gosh, live we, on TikTok, yeah. then that would be and awesome. Yeah, no, no, everyone, seriously, do your best to force this show on people. Like just everyone get like one other person to listen. And then next week we get one other person to listen and on and on. And then it will be fun for all of us. And I'll be able to afford um, some sort of cheek medical treatment. <laughs> what if I woke up tomorrow, Danny, and like just where these were, like something else awful happened? Like I just have a feeling like I, I, I was contemplating like putting red um, like eyeshadow or something uh -huh. or like blush uh -huh. all yeah. around my lips like all this. Yeah. And then just this show being like, my lips are so chopped and continuing. <laughs> Do you know what's really weird about these eye patch things? They're like hmm. super soft. Ooh. Yeah, so it's like super. a it's a full experience having them on. It is. It's like it's like having a little bit of cashmere on your face. It's a little bit of cashmere. But it's like hard to stop touching because like, well, it's super soft. Which I guess like if you if you had like a missing eye and you just had this, you'd be rubbing it all the time. It'd be weird. I had a friend that died recently that had a missing eye, but you know what she was great for? And she would never be mad as if I was like, hey, hey, Anne-Marie, hook us up with an eye patch for Halloween. She's like, of course. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> she was always good about it. Because there's always some pirate that lost their eye patch. And like Anne-Marie always had an extra couple of eye patches yeah, around. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, she you did never... a gravy on her one of the first episodes, huh? Yeah, I did. You met her I in did. the brownstone that you owned? I did. They lived in the building next to me. And I, I loved them. And it was just... Sometimes things are just too hard. Yeah. Yeah. Before we get too sad, shall we tell everyone goodbye? So long, farewell, and see you to think goodbye. <laughs> That's where you jump you jump in. I don't know the lyrics. <laughs> I feel like I should draw something on these. They're so soft, Danny. I wish you could touch them. I wish you could touch them. <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone, thank uh, you for joining us on Hearsay Diane Neal. We'll see you next time. Toodles. There you go. <laughs> Danny and I would like you to like and subscribe to Hearsay Diane Neal, the podcast and the lifestyle. <laughs> mm -hmm.